Good evening and hello! This is Channel T. I'm Tarek Abuzena, and today, it's a new day. Because not only does the set look different, but it's gonna be a great night. Uh, the date's October 18th, 2019. And it's a special day because we've never done this before. So I hope you guys take the time to learn something today. Um, so let's get started. I want to start off with my shout-outs. I want to give it to Poppy Los Angeles, our first official sponsor. The only taco shop in LA that's serving the most proper tacos. And not only are their tacos on point, they got the cons uh, consomme and they got the flavored churros. You got Nutella, you got chocolate, you got dulce de leche. Everything you need to make your palate satisfied. Okay, so let's get it popping. Uh, we also got my boys and my brothers at Day One Media with their podcast, Day One TV. Shout out my boys Enrique, Matt, and George. And we got my girl Caitlin. We got Makeup La Vie. Girls, get your lashes, get your beauty products. She only does lashes, but you know, she does other stuff too. She might make you do your makeup, make you look pretty. MakeupLaVie.com. Check her out. Uh, we also have my boy Johnny at Trans World, Johnny Tran, and my boy Danny. You know, they're making it happen. Let me just say that, okay? And um, if you haven't already, make sure you hit our YouTube link. Hit the subscribe button. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. Support the boy. That way, we get to raffle off the painting Steve, a.k.a. Hyacet, did for, you know, you guys during my podcast. So let's get it popping. First topic of the day, and obviously, everyone's covering this sh schnazzle, okay? But, um... You know, it's been a recurring topic throughout our nation. It's uh, your daily correspondence of what the hell is happening in the world of Trump. We're going to impeach the guy, right? That's what you want? You guys want to impeach the guy when we got two months left in the year? What's going to... Okay, if he wins re-election, I got it. But then... We got Mike Pence, and he is 20, if not 30, million times worse than Trump. He literally verbatim said, we should electrocute all the homosexuals as therapy in hopes of turning them straight. So all you liberals and shit, I don't identify as anything, okay? Excuse my French, by the way. All you liberals, all you conservatives, all you moderates, you guys want to impeach Trump for this whole Ukraine stuff, which we'll actually hop into right now. But just remember, we got Pence as our next option. And do you want Pence to be our president? And yo, what the hell is up with all these old people running for president? You got Bernie Sanders, he's about, he just had a heart attack. He just had two, uh, I don't even know what they're called, stents or whatever, put it into his heart. You got Joe Biden, can't even keep his teeth in his mouth. You got Donald Trump, doesn't even have real hair. You got Mike Pence, dude, he's just like, senile you know what i mean i don't know what's going on but um aside from the impeachment stuff you got this whole backlash on trump pulling out of syria to let turkey basically round up the kurds and shoot them in the goddamn face and what do we got to say to that let me tell you a thing about thing or two okay my whole the whole idea of doing this whole news type maybe desk if if you say um segment is so I can teach you guys something because I personally feel as an American, it's our duty to know what's happening in the world. Since we choose to police the world and be so involved in other people's affairs, 
it's at least right to know what's going on in the world due to our, you know, actions and stuff like that. So this whole Turkey-Syria stuff. Okay, Syria in general has just been messed up since 2012, okay? Turkey, and I know you've probably seen the word Kurds on TV a lot. Um, these are people who are Kurdish. They're, you know, they're trying to make their own country called Kurdistan. There's two parties of them. One of them is U.S.-backed. The other is Israeli-backed. Um, they're both supplying weapons to these people. Both have different ideologies. One of them's communist, ultra super communist, and the other is, you know, I'd say like a republic style kind of deal, like democratic. So, um, I mean, it's, it's just a clusterfuck. These are a minority of people who live in the Middle East. I'd say uh, mainly Iraq and Syria, Syria. So, um, they're in a minority of people who basically, after during the whole Syria turmoil. They made their advancements. They took control of land that was originally the Syrian peoples. And all the Syrian refugees who left, these Kurdish people took over. So, like, all the housing, all the cities that were populated by the Syrian people are now populated by, you know, however many Kurdish people. You have two million refugees in Turkey. So, let me tell you guys why Turkey's mad. You know, it's, it's messed up because the way the media is spinning the story is that Turkey's just an aggressor, you know, it's always annihilating some sort of minority. You know, that's not the actual case. Turkey has taken the most Syrian refugees, actually, than any other country in the Middle East or in Europe or whatever. So what they're trying to do, the whole point of them fighting the Kurds in Syria is to not only give Syria back to the refugees that fled to Turkey, but to eliminate some of the problems that, you know, arose through throughout all the turmoil and all the I honestly it's all bullshit man it's all politics it's all disgusting like it, it's just so sad what's happening to the innocent lives that are going down I'm not in no way vouching for Turkey killing innocent people I hope that's not their aim I hope that's not their target but at the end of the damn day these refugees need their homes back and the fact that Turkey is the only country stepping up to reinforce these Syrian refugees will to return back to their homes is actually fantastic. Okay. So that's one thing. And I just want to relate it back to the whole uh, presidential campaign type deal. You know, you got Trump throwing shots at Joe Biden. You got Trump throwing shots at whoever, Nancy Pelosi, Hillary Clinton, whatever. Right. Dude, every Democratic candidate is a joke. Maybe Tulsi Gabbard or however you pronounce her last name properly, is a good candidate. She actually works out. She's still enrolled, enlisted, or, you know, she's still serving in the military. She's actually pretty hot. I'd be her first man. I would love to be her first man. Tulsi, if you need a first man, I'm the man for the job. Okay? And I know you're from Hawaii. I've never been. You can show me around. It'd be a great time. All right? But... In general, the whole Democratic uh, ticket or the whole Democratic uh, list of candidates is trash. All of these people are trash. And that's the thing, too. This whole, like, animosity and angst and anger towards Donald Trump. I wish you guys had for Obama. I wish you guys had for Bush. I wish you guys had for Clinton. I wish you guys had for Carter, whoever. Because all of them... Okay, all of these presidents, I'd say, since the 80s, since the first Gulf War, since Bush Sr., have been murdering and aimlessly dropping millions of tons of bombs 
on innocent people in the in the light of providing democracy to those who don't have democracy or to um, let you guys feel that we're battling and combating terrorism, okay? First of all, nah. You know, Obama won the Nobel Peace Prize, but he's dropped more bombs on people than any other president as far as, like, non... Um, like, he dropped them in Pakistan, Yemen, and in countries that we weren't even at war at. You know what I mean? So... All this angst and shit towards Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump's actually, like, just speaking from an objective, sorry, yeah, an objective point of view. You know, he, I'm not saying he's a good guy. I'm not vouching for him in any sort of way. I'm not telling you to go grab a pussy or two. But he's actually done more for the American people as far as affecting our daily lives than any other president, okay? And that's their sad truth. That's reality. He's a clown. He's a rapist. He's a racist. He says shit about my community. He's done stuff for the Israeli, you know, people that he hasn't even tried to do for the Palestinian people. Like I said, I'm not vouching for the guy, but my point is none of these presidents affect, directly affect your daily life. And, you know, that's where people get twisted and lost as soon as they like, you know, build an opinion that's based on true propaganda and like, dude, okay. All I'm saying is, don't, I wish you guys had the same energy for these past presidents, because just because this president might be doing something or might be vocal about what he's doing, it doesn't mean that the past presidents didn't do the same shit, okay? And excuse my French again, but that's just the reality of it, okay? None of these people, all these people are chosen to be president. At the end of the day, okay, for instance, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. Donald Trump won the electoral college vote, okay? Just get it right. I'm tired of this shit. I've been involved in politics my whole life just because of my cultural background and because it directly affects me, okay? And the fact that all of you chose to get actively chosen or actively uh, uh, participant in the political realm just because some orange Cheeto dude with a toupee became our president, some reality TV star became our president. Okay, I'm happy that you're finally paying attention, but it's been happening left and right and straight and diagonal and homosexual. Okay, left and right, through the, through the grapevine, okay, Marvin Gaye. <sighs> Moving on, second topic of the day, we got Mexico, okay, I actually have very heavy ties in Mexico, I go fishing there every year, my great-grandpa actually died in Mexico City um, after migrating there from Palestina, a.k.a. Palestine, a.k.a. Palestine, a.k.a. the land of Jesus Christ, if you didn't know, not Pakistan. So, I love Mexico. I love the Mexican people. You guys are amazing. Um, but all the stuff that's happening, as soon, uh, you know, since El Chapo's son got arrested is very sad. It just goes to show you that the cartel truly runs the country. Okay, like going to Mexico every year to fish and like, you know, speaking Spanish and, you know, really experiencing what it is to live in Mexico. Like, I, I'm literally there for like five days. Okay. Like every year, even, you know, multiple times a year. Okay. Um, maybe not deep, deep into where most of these cartels thrive, but it just goes to show that like the only true force of hope in the Mexican country 
is the Mexican military. They're the truest, most purest guys. Okay, I can't speak for all of them. Some of them are truly involved with what's happening. You know, some of them are tied to the cartel. But you can't really stop that. They might be even tied to the CIA. The CIA might be tapping into some people's line of power and preventing certain things from happening. But it's sad. El Chapo's son got arrested. And all these cartel fools are going crazy. They're going to all these prisons, letting all these inmates go, giving them weapons and telling them to like, annihilate all government people and stuff like that until El Chapo's son is freed. Okay? Innocent people are dying. Um, it, it's just, it's just crazy because people who aren't Mexican can finally see all the corruption. And, and you know, it's sad to say, but like people who watch Narcos, Narcos and stuff like that, this is the reality that the Mexican people and other Latino countries have to live with. It's corruption. It's drugs. It's violence. It's dude. these people come to America for a reason. So the next time you say, Get the hell out of our country. Go back to your country. Go watch one of those videos, man. I mean, these people are next door to us and this stuff's happening. Okay, why didn't we liberate Mexico? Why do we have to go to Iraq and liberate the people there? The people in Mexico are far worse off than the people in all those Arab countries that we destroyed. The people in all those, you know, Southeast Asian countries that we destroyed. It's sad, you know, and that just goes to show you what this imperialistic military machine lives off of lives off of resources, lives off of money. The Mexican people don't have oil we can steal. They don't have precious metals. They don't have um, petroleum. You know, they don't have opium. It's insane. It's truly crucial. I mean, the fact that all this stuff is happening south of the border and we're over here traveling thousands of miles away to go liberate a country in the name of democracy is just insane. But yeah, if you have troubles understanding why, we have so many illegal immigrants here from, you know, Central America and South America and Mexico. Go watch one of those videos. Sign up for Twitter. You know, Twitter is the best news source because it's real people uploading real news and real information that's happening right now, maybe before, maybe, you know, at the moment. But it's a good news source. OK, let's get it popping. So the whole narco shit that people fantasize about is a reality. OK, and. I just want to give a shout out to um, all the uh, police, I'd say, in Baja, California, who keep uh, Tijuana safe and who it's the municipales who police who are the good ones. The federales are always the nasty, disgusting ones. But um, and yeah, if you know, if you don't know, shout out HK. Let's get it popping. Third topic of the day we got. This is kind of. Um, you know what? Let, let, me, let me switch it up. This topic here has been in the news, out of the news. You know, it's been prevalent in our lives, I'd say, ever since 2012. It's the new vape ban, okay? You got the government stepping in. You got Donald Trump stepping in, considering a nationwide ban on all vapes, all flavored liquids, all flavored cigarettes even, because... The cigarette companies have done a great job of lobbying and blowing up propaganda that goes to show that little kids are influenced by the flavors of these vapes and are getting nicotine addictions. Bruh. Dude, my dad started smoking cigarettes at 15. And he didn't have 
the propaganda or like he didn't have the advertising that we had today. You know what I mean? There, you have kids in middle school having sex. You have kids in middle school doing drugs. You have kids in middle school, middle school drinking alcohol. You have kids in school smoking weed. And you're concerned about flavored vapes, flavored nicotine products. Look, I'm not condoning any sort of substance going into your body. Your body's your temple. You do what you want to do. If it ends up hurting yourself or somebody else, then you got to stop, right? But look, I've been involved in the vaping industry since 2012, whether it's as a consumer or as an employee or as a account manager, whatever. I've seen the ins and outs. I've seen the background. I've seen the foreground. I know the vape community, the vape industry, like the back of my elbow. I rarely pay attention to it, but it's on me. I feel it. It's a part of me, okay? And let me just say, as a personal vapor since 2012, I haven't seen any sort of negative um, side effects to vaping, okay? This is more so just, okay, to put into perspective, in 2017, the vaping industry made $48.7 billion, billion dollars, okay? And that's just vaping in general. Let's cut it down to the 48% or sorry, 47% of that. All of those, that 47% of that 48.7 $48 billion dollars was all Juul. Juul Labs sold almost $24 billion dollars in 2017. And what is a Juul? It's a device made to help you wean off cigarettes, okay? Now, if I was Philip Morris or if I was another big head company that sold cigarettes, grew my own tobacco, took the time, an eight, uh, a century-old tradition, okay, gone to waste because these people selling vaporizers and vape liquids, flavored liquids, are taking my goddamn money, I'd be pretty upset. I'd be flabbergasted as to how these people have the cojones to steal my money right out of my goddamn hand. You understand me? So what am I going to do? I'm going to hit the lobbies. I'm going to hit the Senate. I'm going to hit the Congress. Every state, every capital, every city nationwide, every state, every county. Okay? And I'm going to make sure these people here stop taking my money. And guess what? Here's a little conspiracy theory. Philip Morris actually invested 30% into Jewel Labs when they went public. Okay, which, in fact, the CEO of Jewel recently stepped down because of all the turmoil that's happening right now. But anyway, I feel that this 30% of Philip Morris might have had some deal with the uh, pollution or um, poisoning of a batch or two of Jewel pods that ended up getting these uh, less than 600 people sick within the last year and a half, okay? And that's just facts. It's just money. That's just how money works. Money makes the world go around, people! And if you're taking money from a conglomerate of tobacco companies, you're gonna face the wrath of whoever's in charge, okay? Let's just get that straight. So, vapes aren't bad. I don't need someone asking me, hey, Tarang, why is the vape bad thing? Is it really, is it really killing me? 
No! It's not. And you know what the other thing is, too? It's not even the nicotine liquids that are making people sick. It's these fucking dumbass teenagers and these broke-ass adults who are buying um, cartridges, weed cartridges. It's like uh, THC oil, right? They're buying these cartridges from drug dealers or they're buying these cartridges at a cheap price for sure $20 or less. And whatever compound is in that... Okay, this is the first part of it. Whatever compounds in that cartridge, these drug dealers or whoever is putting their own liquid in there, they're they're cutting it with vitamin E. They're cutting it with shit that shouldn't even in, be in there, okay? And on top of that, these cartridges that they're getting are from Alibaba or from, you know, DH Gay or some Chinese company. And it's not good quality. It's cheap. It probably costs five cents to make, right? So not only are they inhaling the vitamin E, and the THC and all that. But when their broke asses get, you know, desperate, when that thing is running out, when it has barely any little oil in it, what are they vaping? They're vaping straight metal. They're vaping all the fumes that are being burned on that coil. And it's giving them popcorn lungs. It's giving them all sorts of, you know, like disorders or whatever. Like they can't breathe. They're coughing out blood. It's nasty. It's sad. Like I, I truly feel bad for these people, you know, and it's just a result of it, it, it really has nothing to do with what's out right now. Vape wise, nicotine wise. It's all these dumbass broke kids or, bro or dumbass kids and broke adults buying these ghetto weed cartridges. And it's also a result of the cigarette companies pushing out all this propaganda to make you believe that vapes are bad so that they can keep, you know, get all their return customers within cigarettes. Because unfortunately, cigarettes have so many additives and chemicals in them that truly trap people for life. Okay, so that's the vape ban for you. If you got any questions, you know, give us a call. We're actually going to start setting up a hotline on this segment to where you can actually call in and um, say a thing or two about whatever topic we're talking about. Uh, it'll be great. It'll be popping. Um, and just wait on it. We'll, 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 we'll let you know how to participate. Okay, next topic. Um, this is kind of dumbing things down. I don't, I don't want to say dumbing things down, but more so we're moving from a serious stratosphere, a serious realm of topics to a more fun, relatable, kind of like, hey, you know, I don't know what's going on in the world, but like, I like what he's talking about right now. Yeah, it is the Tinder epidemic. You know, it's getting to the point where everything is going digital. And we've been in the digital realm, I'd say on and off, in and out for the past couple, I'd say past five years, half decade. Truly, things are getting more deep and more deep, right? So, as you know, when the internet first came out, the first website ever was imdb.com, which is the uh, International Movie Database, or whatever the I stands for. But it's, it was a movie website. And every single website after that, until the year, I'd say, 2000, were all porn sites. So what sells first? Sex. Sex will always sell in the midst of technology. It, it's developed for the military. And then who does it go to next? The porn industry. And then it goes to the consumers. So just a little fun fact for you. So Tinder came out, right? And at this point in time, it's kind of been out for a while. You have people on there just to like truly find 
the love of their lives and all that. Bullshit, bro. I've been on Tinder on and off. I'm not honestly. I, I do a better job in person. I'm not a fan of meeting strangers online due to the fact that I got catfished in 2018. And you know who you are. It wasn't through Tinder, but it was through Twitter. You know, both start with T. My name starts with T. But regardless of the fact, um, it's it's just sad that we're reliant on online services to help us find the punani or help you find the uh, celery stick that you're looking for, okay? And I call this a Tinder epidemic because not only are people truly solely relying on this application to find the next love of their life or to find their next hookup or to find their friends or binging man. Shut up, okay? Let me tell you the reality of Tinder, bro. For a guy like me, at least. For me personally. Bro. What is up with me matching with fat women? Okay? And not only fat women, fat bitches, bro. Bitches, dog. Okay? Now, like I said, I don't take it too seriously. I'm not on there to find the love of my life. I'm not even on there to hook up. I'm just I'm just doing it to do it type, okay? So, of course, like 75% of males within Southern California, at least, all we're doing is swiping right, ladies. Don't feel fucking special. All we're doing is hitting that like button until we got no more likes. And what does that fucking mean? Whoever swipes right on you is who you're fucking getting matched with. Okay, and for me, it's not hot girls. It's not real, genuine women who are beautiful and attractive inside and out. It's obese women of all flavors, all colors, all backgrounds, all um, educations. Okay? And not only that, when you do match with the hot girl, she's not even real. She's telling you, hey, click this link, watch my live broadcast, watch my webcam, hey. And she doesn't even, she, she replies to you, okay? She'll reply to you, but she won't even reply to what you fucking asked her, bro. Hey, how you doing? How's your night going? Hi, are you single? Bitch, I just asked you two questions in one, and you're hitting me with, hi, are you single? I see your facade. Dimitri or Sergey, okay, you fucking Russian piece of shit, posing as fucking Jessica from Santa Monica with no bio. Or if you do have a bio, it's the fucking most generic shit. Like, I like dogs and I like poopies. You come play with me, I show you good time. Yeah, Sergey, great caption, bro. Didn't see through that. Didn't see through your poor English comprehension skills via Tinder text message. To expose the fact that you're hiding behind Jessica's picture that you took off of Google or that you took off of Instagram to make a to go out of your way to make a fake Tinder profile to target horny males within the Southern California region because obviously you're matching with them for a reason because your phone that you're using is in the fucking area or within the radius that I set personally to show me women within that radius. 
But I'm not stupid. I don't watch porn, bro. I don't masturbate. I take the time to build my character, not only through willpower, but through strength. And you're out here on Tinder, weaning out the strong from the weak. And let me tell you, bro. I'm fucking strong, dog. Not in the heart. Not in the genitals. But in the mind. In the mind, bro. So you're, you're Russian cam girl shit? Yeah. Or your fake profile shit? Yeah. Or your insanely ridiculous comprehension of the English language within back and forth messaging applications and consoles is just ridiculous, bro. I'm done. That was a good rant. Next topic, okay. This bitch, Kylie Jenner, sorry, excuse my French. This this woman, Kylie Jenner, came out with a song, bro? You break up with Travis Scott. I'm not even, okay, for, let me just, for the record, I'm not into any of the celebrity gossip shit, but this just really pissed me off. I can give a fuck about what happens in Hollywood, okay? Especially with the Kardashians and the Jenners or whoever, the fucking the fucking uh and franks okay but dude this lady kylie jenner broke up with travis scott made her kid a bastard oh no she still has a dad so she's technically not a bastard she made her kid realize what showbiz is about and then she comes out with a song called rise and shine bro and then she comes out with a jacket with her face within a little sun, cartoon drawn sun, and with rise and shine on the sleeves, acting like people are gonna buy it in the hundreds of thousands, if not millions, bro. Get the fuck out of here, bro, with that bullshnazzle, okay? That's my take. I'm not even gonna listen to the song, bro. I can care less. But what this chick is doing with her life, that's like the most niche, that's like the most temporary success she will ever see in the music industry, okay? She has no respect for it, obviously. Anyway, um, little change of pace. This is a fun segment I like to call Smash or Pass. So we're going to be smashing or we're going to be passing. And this is not based just on physical looks. It's not based on who or what they do, who they are, or what they do. I mean, no, you know what? It is based on that. It's not based on materialistic type shit. Okay. So who do we got first? We got Oprah Winfrey. And for me personally, she might be a billionaire. But um, I feel like she looks like the gorilla guy, the little gorilla from uh, Tarzan. Like the young one who like Tarzan's friends with when he's a kid. Uh, Kerchak? 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 I'm going to have to get a fact check on that one. But uh, hard pass on Oprah Winfrey, okay? Roseanne Barr. Roseanne! Okay, honestly... She's got a mouth on her, so you can obviously see that she has some talent, 
So I'd have to do a smash instantly because of what she's got to offer um, talent-wise. And then we got Barbara Walters. You know, she might be 100 years old. She might be 200 years old. God knows how old she is. God knows how many times she's seen people get exterminated ethnically within her lifetime, whether it be the Jews, the Palestinians, the Armenians, the Kurds, the Uyghurs, whoever. She's seen it all, dude. She probably had birthday sex with Jesus Christ. Who knows? But um, just given the fact that it's so ancient down there, and I might risk um, throwing up all over it during the smash. That's a hard pass for the boy, dog. That, that, that's a hard pass. And then, to top it all off, this is the cake right here. We got Hillary Clinton. And... Let me say a thing or two. I feel like right now, in this current state that she's in, if she was skinnier, more fit, maybe had a boob lift, ass lift, she might be really hot. And I'd definitely smash. But at her current state, I'd have to say pass. Hard pass. Like Michael Vick passing it to passing a knife to one of his dogs. And then it stabs the dog and it dies. You know, like one of those passes. Or like the Gestapo passing by Anne Frank's house until they realize it was her house type pass. Um, but when she was younger, I'd... That, that's a smash. That's a... That's a smash. Um, and... That's it for Smasher Pass. But final topic of the night that I wanted to get into. Um, it's just, dude, you, the internet is so great, yet it provides people with um, just some weird, bad quality content. Okay? And what I've been seeing all over Twitter via TikTok is... All of these white kids, I don't even know where they go to school. It's probably an all-white school from the looks of it, right? Or at least they're only filming the white kids at the school. Dude, they're literally doing gang signs to some song and posting it on TikTok. And not only are they doing it, they're getting their teachers to participate in the gang signs. And... Dude, it's just like it just boggles my mind how bad white people want to be black and they don't even know, they don't even understand the context of what they're doing. Yo, these are gang signs. I was I was born in Long Beach City. I lived in North Long Beach for like a good amount of my life. I we moved away because of the gang shit, okay? And the fact that these kids like, I dare any of these kids, I dare any of these teachers to run up to any city that's considered ghetto and gang-affiliated in Southern California and pull that shit. Because guess what? 
Your ass is gone, boy. And like white people, just stop. Like we get it. You don't colonize people anymore, bro. But you don't have to resort to trying to be urban or trying to, I don't even know what other white terms you guys use to uh, call African-American progressive culture anymore, okay? I mean, I could go on and on, but I feel like it's not even worth it at this point. So that concludes it for Channel T episode 30 today, October 18th, 2019. I hope you learned something today. We're going to be doing this more often because not only is it fun, but I truly get a kick out of teaching you guys something, making light of issues that you have no idea existed because you're too consumed in your American lifestyle, okay? You're too consumed in working a job that builds someone else's dream. You're too consumed in feeling secure with your 401k. You're too consumed in what these celebrities are doing. You're too consumed in sports that you're not even paying attention to the decisions and actions that are being made in life that are truly affecting your future. So this is the start of a new beginning. You know, this is going to be our way of educating each other. And like I said, we are going to open up a hotline for you guys to call and interact with me, maybe say a thing or two about a current topic that I'm talking about. You know, we might even go back to going live. We're going to figure it out. But you know what? In the meantime, stay safe. Stay blessed. Make sure you hit the Channel T YouTube page. Hit that subscribe button. If you haven't followed the Channel T Instagram page, it's C-H-V-N-N-E-L dot T on Instagram. Hit that follow button, people. Support the boy. You know, we've come a long way. I just want to give a shout out to my boy, my production manager, my president of operations, Ali Sharif, my go-to, my cousin, my family, my blood. You know, we started this thing literally a year ago on October 16th was when I bought all my equipment and I started setting up you know, shop. I started setting up what I wanted to do. I, I tested things out. I tested the live broadcast on YouTube, Twitch, Periscope. You know, I was figuring shit out, right? And it's all because of this man, Ali. He's my true inspiration behind all of it. But you know what? Since then, we, we launched Channel T officially January 25th with my first guest, Caitlin. Shout out Caitlin Williams, Makeup Levite, huh? But January 25th to today, almost nine months of work, right? We got 72 subscribers on YouTube. We got 125, maybe 126 followers on the Channel T Instagram page. I got 500 plus followers on my personal page. Um, we have a collective, I'd say probably like 2,000 views on all of our YouTube videos. Um, and we've made $2.22 officially off all, off all audio platforms. We did a we took over downtown Santa Ana for a day. We did a backpack drive. We raised $1,000, over $1,000 in cash and over 150 backpacks and well over 300 different or sorry, well over 1,000 school supplies raised for a backpack drive we did for Channel T Summer Giving 2019. It's been a great ride, okay? I've had great guests, quality content. I appreciate anyone and everyone who's been a part of this dream, whether you're a supporter, whether you're a guest, whether you're a fan, whether you're someone who's referring this podcast to people. I love you, okay? This is going to be a new thing. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. 
We might even incorporate guest work into this. This is a new thing, bro. Okay? So I love you guys. I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. I hope you guys enjoy what we're putting out. Please give us feedback. Don't forget, go on anchor.fm. You can actually leave us voice messages to incorporate into the audio podcasts. Um, and yo, send us a DM. Give us some feedback. Text your boy if you have my number. Um, if not, make sure you hit us on Instagram, t.abu.z or at let me mix your shit. If you go to Channel T's bio, you can see both of our Instagram names on there. Okay. I love you guys. This has been Channel T episode 30. My name is Tarek Abuzene, and it's October 18th, 2019. And it's a wrap!